Blog Talk Radio. For the fifth episode of the Last Second Shot, this is season two, y'all. And as always, I got my brother, my friend. If you talk crazy to him, I'm ten toes down on you, Eric Thomas. My man was good. Was good. We back. I'm feeling good, man. How you feeling tonight, dog? I'm I'm good, man. We bike. We bike in this thing, man. I'm good. I'm hype. I'm a little hyper here in the studio. You, you know how that gets. You had a Red Bull before the show or something? You said what? You had a Red Bull before the show or something? You know, I don't turn right now. (laughs) (laughs) You know. (laughs) You know. But, man, thank you to everybody who's tuning in right now. Uh, Thank you to those who are going to listen via On Demand. We really appreciate it. We love all of our listeners, all of our supporters. Man, we love everybody. Uh, Well, I love everybody. I can't speak for Eric. Um, Here he go. I got some love for everybody. I love y'all, man. He got some some player hater in his uh, blood. Oh, here he go. Let's not bring up the top. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. I don't know where you was going with that, but we just gonna go ahead. And I was about to talk about Brent the, uh, Ford, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was gonna talk about that. <laughs> I was gonna talk about Brent Ford. <laughs> Listen, man. <laughs> Let, let's talk about these hoops. Um, <laughs> man, so, you know, a pretty big uh, week three, um, as we previewed in our last um, our last caveat, our last segment. Um, we talked about um, all the games that would happen over this weekend. And, um, indeed, um, there were some good games. There were some really good games, um, some big-time performances. Um, so we're just going to go ahead and lead off with it. Uh, Country Day versus Whitney Young. Um, one time for Destiny Pitts, uh, she put up a, a, a career-high 50 points. She gave up. 
had a, she handed out a lot of buckets. Handed out a lot of buckets. Got hot a early. A lot of buckets. And from there it was a wrap. <laughs> it was a wrap early, yo. Definitely it. And you know, uh, a bucket getter has been one since, as we said last season, been doing this since the eighth grade. Um, so, no surprise there. Everybody knew she had the capability of 50 point uh, outbursts. Uh, you just always question whether it would come on the loaded country day team. Um, who's opening up this season um, on a mission? Um, you know, obviously, an early exit from the playoffs. Uh, or not an early exit, but an earlier than expected exit without a state championship last year. They look uh, super motivated this year. Um, they're super motivated, uh, playing playing with a fire, okay? Uh, because, you know, um, I was reading the article uh, where Country Day's point guard, Kayla Webb, talked about that loss last year. Um, in the state semis and how she doesn't plan on losing again. Um, and, you know, that's that's a great aspiration. Nobody should ever plan on losing. Um, so, you know, she made that statement she doesn't plan on losing. The whole team looks like they don't plan on losing. Um, everybody's just doing their job. Um, even, you know, down to their bench, coming in, giving strong minutes. Um, you know, Great performance overall, um, you know, at the best of Michigan, um, and then, um, and then again last night against Midland Dow, who I think is uh, one of the better Class A teams um, in the state. Um, and so, uh, one time for them, um, one time for Destiny Pitts, one time for Country Day, one time for. It's just really, um, you know, really good to see them off to a good start. Um, it, it's definitely going to put a, a lot of fear in the class the teams who, who are going to see them. Um, and, you know, when country day is good um, in the in the state, that usually pretty much elevates um, the rest of the state. If you just look at uh, historic um, country day teams, and the level of basketball that was being played when they were at their absolute best, um, you'll find that um, it's just it's just a better time um, for basketball uh, when Country Day is is going like that. So um, yeah. So, you know, Eric, you know, just keeping all of that intact and staying alone with Country Day News, um, you know, reports came out, um, you know, big recruit, well, big recruiting news. Matt Seymour picks up another uh, Division One offer to Bradley University. Um, and, you know, Bradley, Bradley has been in the state recruiting hard. Um, and definitely um, they would be lucky if they could land a player like Matt Seymour who, Who's another player for uh, for Country Day who definitely coveted out of middle school, um, chose to go to the powerhouse uh, Country Day, um, and she's doing big things for them as well. 
Oh, for sure. Congratulations to that young one. That young one right there, man. She deserves it. Hard worker, really good player. Um, a lot of people question, you know, what what is she three four whatever? It don't matter. The kid can just flat out play. So congratulations to her. Shout out to Maxine one time. For sure. And then um, just sticking with the theme of the weekend. Um, you know, some of our picks um, were, like, my pick versus Arbor Prep and uh, Midland Dowish. Man, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that it was going to uh, go that far. <laughs> but, um, you know, obviously that game was canceled because of the weather. Um, Muskegon on the shores, they made the trip down. Um, and that was – that was a game where, you know, Muskegon on the shores um, controlled the whole game. Um, you know, Wayne wasn't able to really ever get right back into it. They they got the score close, but um, Muskegon on the shores and Liza Winston, um, you know, she she came down here and, and she definitely um, put on a show with 21 points, um, you know, just lightning fast. Uh, you know, and with this game, it was – it was, you know, it was the opposite of, you know, what people said um, Arbor Pratt was able to do to to slow her down. You know, she was able to just run um, and get to the basket at will. Um, and, and, I mean, much improved passer um, from from her other showings. Um, she she had a lot of dishes um, and really paced Muskegon on the shores. Uh, now, the interesting thing about this, in the closing minutes, with uh, Cameron Clegg on, on the bench, um, you know, with, with uh, you know, being hurt, I think she's she's all good now. Um, you know, Janae Terry, Michaela Ziegler, um, they tried to lead a comeback. They definitely tried to lead a, lead a comeback, and you know, it, it was it was a really good effort. Um, I think they got the I think they got the lead down to six or so uh, before stalling out. Um, and I mean, honestly, in this game, you know, it's it's the first time this season where you were able to see um, Michaela Ziegler Griggs put up, um, you know, in consecutive possessions in, in a, a sustained stretch. You were able to see why um, she has those Division One offers. Um, you know, just you know, the final minutes um, and. and <laughs> It's a funny story that uh, Coach Mitchell told me about um, his college coach and moral victories uh, <laughs> that I can't really tell. But, you know, moral victories aren't a thing, but uh, that definitely had to be encouraging. But, man, when, when you look at Muskegon on the shores and what they were able to do, and they were able to go against a, a Wayne Memorial team who's shorthanded, but, they, you know, they still have enough to beat a lot of good teams right now. And they were able to come out there and dominate. Um, and, and Coach Kerr, uh, Miss Basketball candidate Jordan Walker, and um, maybe future Miss Basketball candidate uh, Liza Winston uh, came down here and put on the show. Yes, they did. They really did. And, you know, Walker showed, like, her savviness. Like, I kind of compare her to, like, maybe a Chauncey Billups type of player, like, not – 
Russell Westbrook fast, not overly athletic, but really strong, really quick, and makes really good decisions, and is really just a rhythm type player. Like she's really in rhythm, and she's real. Like I think the biggest thing that's probably not talked about with Walker is probably her strength. She's a really strong guard, and to see that matchup, her and Clegg and Winston and Terry. I think people, you know, really walked away like, dang, dog, Michigan got some really good guards. Like the people who were who were here from out of town, you know, to watch and everything, I think they walked away saying, yo, Michigan got, Michigan got some really good guards. Clegg in the first half, Terry in the second half, she hit probably I think about like four threes straight, sparking a comeback. So, and not to mention Eliza Winston, Living up to the name Tasmanian Devil, cause, oof, she was a a whirlwind on the floor, you know. From end to end, I mean, just cat quick, super fast. I mean, what can I say? Definitely, and you know, when, um, like I said, Muskegon on the shores, they they've been deep in the playoffs before. Um, they're they're gonna try to take that next step this year. Um, and definitely, if if they can keep the ball moving, and if you if you recall. During our preview, I was saying, you know, if they can get everybody involved, um, then it's, it's game on. Um, you know, because a lot of teams don't have um, enough to, you know, double, you know, commit to stopping Liza in transition and commit to, you know, to to slowing down Jordan Walker. Um, so, I, you know, my whole thing was if they, if they can share the ball and get everybody involved, then they're dangerous. I mean, they were able to do that to perfection on, on Saturday. Um, and, you know, the the rest of the team stepped up. They they hit shots. I don't know the exact field goal percentage, but I do know that a lot of open shots were not missed. Um, and, you know, they handled business. Um, so they're definitely going to be a team to keep your eye on. Um I'm probably going to catch another game because I'm going to be in the area of Muskegon. Hint, hint, hint. But, uh, you know, that definitely that's something to uh, keep your uh, eyes on. And we did talk about Whitney Young earlier. Um, so another out-of-town team that came um, and, you know, redeemed themselves um, because, you know, they, they took too bad – uh, I don't say bad, but they they took two losses last year and it wasn't pretty. Um, and they came back for another round this year. Um, Toledo Rogers versus uh, Dearborn Robichaud. And, and Eric, why don't you talk about that a little? That was that was a really interesting game because a lot of mystery, not to say mystery, but it was a lot of um, wonder of what is Rogers coming with. Like, you know, they, they you know, lost Sidney Petty, Keasia Peace, and Ken Ray Johnson, you know, all Division One athletes and all all bigs all over six feet. So you really was like, well, what are they coming with? I mean, everybody knows Zaya Cook. Everybody knows she's a monster. But, you know, are they, where are they going to look like outside of her? And, they you know, they look or, they look Or decent. a better question they look is, decent. A, be, a better question is, do they need a lot outside of her? Because, you know, um, 
if you're an Ohio State Buckeyes fan, like I am, you know uh, there's somebody by the name of Kier Lewis. Um, and, and I said this off air to Eric, um, but I think even though this Whitney Young team uh, lost the country day, um, I think that they were overall a better team um, than they were when they came and beat nationally ranked Marion a few years back. But there's no Kier Lewis, and you know, I mean, just from what you saw, is Zaya Cook that type of talent? Where I mean, you don't need to put you know a bunch of D one players on her team because you know she she's ready to go get you some. That's what it looked like Saturday. That's what it looked like Saturday. She had I think twenty seven to twenty eight points. Um, very. I mean, she she got like contrib- You know, and the wealth was spread around amongst everybody else. Like ten here from a, one player, ten here from another. You know, so yeah, it looked like that Saturday. It looked like she, that she's that type of type, that she's that 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 good that you don't have to put a whole lot around her for her to be successful. And she made her she made her other players better. She made her other players better. She made them look. She, you know, she made them look good. I mean, off of driving kicks, they're hitting an open shot, they're cutting back door when she's double teamed, you know. And yeah, Isaiah Cook and really showed that okay, I'm not just a, a, a score. I'm like, you know, I can actually play the point guard position. I'm actually a playmaker too. This is not just me. I'm gonna just go out here and erupt and we're gonna win. No. I'm going to get mine, but also everybody else is going to get theirs as well. And I know a lot of people, you know, hit me with the – last year they hit me with, um, well, you know, she, you know, she's overrated, blah, blah, blah. And that's just so tough to say about a freshman because, you know, it's always an adjustment no matter how good you were uh, on the AAU circuit or, um, you know, or how good you were in middle school. There's always going to be an adjustment when it comes to when it comes to making that step to the high school game. And she came up here and she didn't have a cakewalk, uh, you know, as far as who she was going against. She was going against Antoinette Miller, uh, who, who's now playing at Cincinnati. And you know, if, if you ask me, last year, even if you still ask me, um, she is a she is a division, you know, she's a high major division one player. Um, and then she had to go against Kayla Webb as well. Um, yeah, Toledo Rogers versus country day last year. And she had to go against Kayla Webb, who's committed to Marquette and had that year of uh, varsity experience already um, at a high level. Um, so, you know. She didn't have um, a, she, she didn't have a slouch of a matchup this year going against you know Caleb Brown and Kamario McDaniel two senior Division one guards. Right, but the difference is that year of experience is under her belt now. So you know, I always say with freshmen you kind of get a pass, you know, because you see those flashes and you know like okay, they're really good. But being a point guard, being a, a starting point guard on a high level team like that is already hard. Um, but then being a point guard as a freshman and starting, and having to go against those high level point guards, I think she came back to Michigan and bounced back well. Very well, and not to you know, like I said, she didn't have 
a, a slouch of a matchup. I mean, going against Kayla Brown and Kamari McDaniel, who really everything she did, they they tried to match. I mean, Kamaria matched her in points with 28 of her own. Brown had 18. So it was it was really almost a, a, a back-and-forth battle. For every play Cook made, Kamaria Kayla came back and made one themselves. So it was really a back-and-forth battle, you know, down to the end. I think Rodgers ended up winning by seven. But it was a really, really hard-fought game. And it was a, another battle of guards. Definitely. I mean, that's just that's just um that that's just really good, man. It, it was a lot of battle of guards, but now one of the more interesting team battles that that um that we also made a pick on uh was Port Huron Northern versus Williamston. Um Port Huron Northern ends up winning that game uh, very pretty handily. Um but um you know, it started off as a really good game, really back and forth. Um, really back and forth. Williamson came out hot, shooting the ball um, through the first quarter, first quarter and a half. And Port Huron Northern, like I said, they're just one of those teams who's gonna they're gonna stick to their guns. Um, you know, it's gonna be a lot of back picks, um, a lot of you know, a lot of shots where you just like, wow, but. They were able to go ahead and um, they were able to run away with that one, um, and they have to feel good about that one because Williamson is no slouch of a team. Nah, not at all, not at all. I mean, to beat a team like Williamson to beat them that handily, that pick didn't go nearly how I thought it was gonna go. Obviously, not at all. <laughs> not at I all. I should have, but like, look, you know, I I, I should have let Darren's typo ride out, but um. <laughs> but you know, to beat a team like Williamson, who's really good, who just you know earlier this season beat the defending Class B champions at Marshall, that says a lot about Port Huron Northern. They stick to what they do, but it's also you know they show that okay we're disciplined, but we're not slow. Like you can be, they show you can be disciplined and play at a good pace and play at a, a kind of a fast pace. Everything was crisp, sharp, hard. You know, nothing was slow. Nothing was, you know, they they weren't running. Darren, did they have a possession where they ran more than maybe twenty five seconds off the clock? No, no, not that I saw. So they really play at a very, very good pace. Very good pace. Definitely, and I, I'll tell you what: Port Huron Northern and and Cousino when that game comes, I'm looking. I'm looking a little ahead. Not gonna, you know, not gonna hold you all up, but that's gonna be that's gonna be a heck of a game um, because they're they're really um, they're really hungry this season. You know, they felt they feel like they should have made the. Uh, they should have made the the state finals last year um, and won it. And now they're ready, you know, they're ready to prove that, hey, you know, Cousino isn't the only team in in the MAC. But, you know, know, it's not like that until, 
until they actually go out there and do it. But um, definitely they're starting off the season uh, right. Oh, for sure, for sure. And now let's get to the 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 the, the young guns, the host, you know, team of the best of Michigan, the host who has the host gym anyway, uh, the depths of pioneers. Now, you know, we talked a lot about them early in this, you know, preseason in the first couple weeks of the season, you know, we talked about them a lot. They're showing what we said. You know, I think both of us had them. Did both of us have them top five? I think we did. Not, no, and, remember, I, I remember I had, I had the criteria that preseason we can't be top five if you didn't make it out the districts. Not saying that they're not that talented, just saying, you know, based off a of resume. But I did say right. that they would end up being top five. Right. So they're living up to that building. I mean, to be um, a Whitney Young, you know, a, a scrappy, athletic Whitney Young team um, kind of handed by a decent amount. Um, to open the the best of Michigan up, right after you know Southfield handed uh, a, handed Henry um, Ford Academy a loss, Rakia Jackson and Gabby Elliott, whew, whew. that's a wing combination that if I have to deal with as a coach or as a player, I'm prepare hard. Watch a lot of film, and then I'm gonna go, and then I'm gonna, you know, right before the bed at night, and right before the game, I'm gonna pray hard, because that's a lot to deal with. Gabby showed everything: the mid-range jumper, the handle, threw in a couple euros, showed off the athleticism, showed off. Then the I hit him with the euro. <laughs> yeah, you euro anybody? <laughs> no, we just we imitate famous lows here. Go watch his video. <laughs> Shout out to Jarvis Mitchell for putting me on to that one. Um, but she showed defensively. She could play the passing lanes well. And then Rakia Jackson. <laughs> Do I even have which, to say I mean, anything else? Which, I mean, the funny thing about it is Friday, you know, you can hardly call that quiet, but Friday was Friday was more of a – you know, I, I feel like Whitney Young kind of got off easy um, on Friday night as far as, you know, having to see Rakia Jackson because, you know, midway through midway through the second quarter, she's in foul trouble, has to sit. Then once the game gets out of hand, she's not really in the game that much. So, you know, it, it could have been way worse. ended up with too. 19. Definitely. Was it 19 or 17? 19. You sure? I think so. You you want to bet? You want to bet lunch? You want to bet lunch on this? It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> I mean, but do you want to bet lunch on this? Is, is what I was asking. We can we can bet lunch on it, bro. We can bet lunch. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I just uh, <laughs> but um, but yeah. So you know, she, I feel like they still like kind of got out easy. Um. What concerned me about Depsa going forward, which we now know that uh, she's going to be okay, um, and salute to her. Um, but, you know, Deja Tyson went down in that game. Uh, it looked pretty bad. 
but you know, um, Michigan Storm's account is tweeted out now that that she should be back soon. Um, so you know, that's really good for her. Um, you know, and you know, less importantly, that's great for Depsa um, because you know, Deja Tyson is definitely a great floor general uh, as, as far as distributing the ball um, and getting the ball up the court. I mean, even in the half half court set, she's she's really crafty with the ball. Can break down the defense and, and get the ball out of her hands um, and make plays for her teammates. Um, and I think with Depsa, we're not just looking at them maybe making some noise in Class C, um, you know, or being a Class C powerhouse, quote unquote. You know, for the next three to four years. You're looking at them being a state powerhouse, um, and maybe being able to to create some type of legacy here. Oh, oh, for sure. I mean, it was a couple of people walking around saying this looks like an AAU team. They're so loaded. I mean, they're deep all the way around. I mean, guards they have it. They have them. Wings they have Ooh. them. Big they yeah, have them. The- don't say AAU team too loud, though. The MHSAA, you're coming knocking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fed's watching. Fed's listening. <laughs> but um, not really. You know, just, just really loaded. Um, and, and they're going to be something to reckon with. I mean, the next day, um, you know, coming off of a back-to-back, no danger Tyson, they go out against Okamos and, and have another dominant performance. Um that's just, like I said, it's good for them to get this early success because um, that's the quickest way to build confidence, especially for younger players. Um, but, you know, definitely going to be something to watch in Class C. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see if their point differential stays, stays this uh, high. Um, I think I think if it does, they would set, like, a record um, for point differential uh, for teams. Um, through a season. So, I mean, that's something to keep your eye on. Oh, for sure. For sure, that's something to keep your eye on. I mean, to be that dominant, that's hard. That's very hard to be that dominant. I mean, 20 points here, 30 points there, 15 points here, 40 here, you know, consistently do that. I mean that 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 takes not only talent that just take that takes that just takes confidence maybe a splash of arrogance and good coaching shout out shout out to the shout out to the coach too why were you laughing no I mean that's just a lot like to keep you know that's like that was just uh, my reaction I mean like not okay, I wasn't laughing condescendingly. It was okay, just, don't be shady on our show, though. It, I wasn't being shady, actually. Why okay. are you trying to start something? Okay. Anyway. Okay. I'm like, not trying to start it. I'm just saying. I don't want people rolling up on me talking about, your man's is shady. You know. It ain't shady. I'm laughing because it's like, yo. <laughs> nah, to be this dominant, <laughs> this early, and I mean, like, come on, man. For, like, to think about this could be, it could be four years of this. 
Like it wasn't even it wasn't a laugh. It's not funny. It's just like out of like, yo, come on, man. We gotta see this for four years. That's scary. That's scary, I know if dude. I'm I know if, I know if I'm an opposing coach, I'm just gonna straight uh, <laughs> uh I'm just gonna straight file you all game. Yeah, you know, take my chances. We're gonna have fifteen people on the mm-hmm. roster. And everybody's gonna be prepared to get four fouls. I mean, intentional fouls, the whole game. <laughs> wow! <laughs> like that's that's the only that's the only option. Like, you know, I'm not into metric stats um, for high schoolers. I'm not really into them at all, to be honest with you. Um, but one one stat I do find useful, uh, you know, that that's considered a metric stat is points per possession. Um, and so, uh, while watching while watching against Whitney Young, um, I, I was keeping stats um, for for the better part of a half um, before I, you know I got to our digital duties, um, and so. Through the second quarter, they, through the first five minutes, had two points per possession, okay? That means they didn't miss a shot for those first minutes. That, that's insane. Two points per possession, per possession is near perfection, okay? Um, I mean, obviously, they, they went on in, in the average drop before – you know, for a period of time, for any period of time outside of a minute or so, I think they would start like went on an eleven oh run. That's insane. That's insane at any level, any gender. It's just absolutely like that that marks an efficient team. Okay. It's not a lot you can coach to stop that. Uh, besides taking care of the ball, which, you know, Whitney Young didn't have any like Egregious turnovers, um, but you know they they had some, but it was just a lot of getting the ball out. We're faster, we can get there, and we're skilled. You know, a lot of a lot of left hands. Oh, you want to send me right? That's fine. It's just really, it was just really good. They they're they're on their way to being a, a state powerhouse. Um, you know, if everything stays intact and they continue. Uh, they continue their their flight or their their stairway um, to where they're going. And real quick, man, um, this is the last second shot podcast. Be listening to me, Darren Clore, my brother Eric Thomas. Follow us on Twitter at last second shot underscore, um, and then follow my brother Eric at quiet underscore store. Excuse me, underscore storm thirty, and follow me, sports spoken real. And if you haven't. Make sure you go look at that last second shot, week two and three mitts tape just uploaded. Um, man, uh, I think it's a nice little mitts tape. It's a nice little mitts tape. Shout out to everybody who keeps sending us clips. Send them every week. Um, even though we might not have a mitts tape that come out every week, we're getting really close to our mid-season mitts tape, okay? Um, and this one's going to be bigger and better. I'm looking to have a part one and two. This year of the uh, mid-season mixtape, 
We so, doing two you know, of them? Oh, man. Whoever came up with this uh, idea, man. Our company people, we got to talk to them, man. Whoever came listen, up man. with this idea is crazy, dude. Listen, man, I'm looking to have... Looking to have at least, I'm looking to have a part one and part two. Okay, we got some stuff in our vault. You know, help us out. Help us out. Send us some clips. Send us your huddle. You know, saying your huddle links. Um, you know, we gonna search for the links, and we gonna, you know, saying we gonna search for the media. But help us out. Help us out, man. You know, like I said, like I said last year, it's not gonna. You know, get you no know, crazy recruiting or anything, but you know it's, it's gonna be nice, nice little exposure, nice fun, nice fun mixtapes, man. And you know, I like to think that our mixtapes do numbers. I think they do. I think I think people I, watch them. I think they do. I mean, I, I haven't looked at the stats in a while, so. I don't know. Y'all go watch. Yeah, y'all go watch some of our YouTube mixtapes, and y'all tell us what y'all think. Tweet us, DM us, and if, hey, and if you need, if you need a mixtape made, just DM us. We'll give you the information. Look, what's worth, man. Uh, you know, something we've been getting good at. We got something good going with that, but um, for sure, you know, let us know. Oh, for sure, yeah. Don't forget, we do we do this, you know, it's not just us talking for an hour and a half, two hours every Wednesday. We get out here and we, we try to, you know, say make the visuals happen, too. We try to use everything Specs Howard taught us. Try to use all of it. We went to school for this. Shout out to Specs Howard. That's where I met. Never mind. Um, but... <laughs> Bro, do not go there. <laughs> what? Man, man, duh, don't don't go don't go there. Don't go there, bro. I I don't know what you're talking about. But um hey man. Man, we got we, hey, we, we hey. Hey, we we talk about we 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 talk about some we joke about some chicks we deal with on this show, but don't go to that one. I, I don't know what she's talking about. But, um, <laughs> yeah, salute to everybody, um, you know, who showed us love uh, while we were out this week um, at the Best of Michigan. Um, you know, at River Rouge versus Oak Park, which we talked about last week. Um, just everywhere, man. I, I genuinely appreciate uh, appreciate y'all listening. Um, even, <laughs> even if y'all was killing me about the, the whole – Midland dial by twelve thing like, jeez, I I feel, I feel like nobody really listened to to what I said because I was like the exact quote, and I meant to upload it to our soundboard, but I didn't have time, um, being so consumed with the mixtape. Um, I said was the exact quote. It can go either way. I just don't think. Who I think whoever wins wins in a blowout fashion, and that's when I picked Midland Dow by twelve. I still maintain the fact that there was an equal chance that both teams could win. Like, and when I say equal, I don't mean like it's zero zero at the start. I mean like there was a legitimate chance that Arbor Prep could win, and I wouldn't bat an eye because I wouldn't be surprised. But you know. You know, you I mean, he did say whoever wins, it wasn't going to be 
it wasn't going to be close. <laughs> so it wasn't like you could pick a close game either way. I I just I I think the people in Washington County are fed up with me. You think you're gonna get banned again? My pen never got lifted. Oh, it never got lifted? It never got lifted. Oh, so you've you been trespassing? You notice I wasn't at the Martin Luther King joint on time. I have to sneak in there. Right. Yup. I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> Man, the salute to y'all. Uh, what do you got planned for the weekend? I mean, not the weekend, but the holidays. Uh, you know, just kick it with the family, you know what I'm saying? You know, chill out, relax. Not really we'll finally we'll finally finish up some some dang on shopping. I've been meaning to get to. Um Ooh, you online shopping. Oh, I ain't going to the <laughs> I wish. Balling on the budget. Balling on the budget, baby. That's it. But just to chill out, relax, get some shopping done. You know, that's it. Something light. Definitely. What about you? Know, you? Um, you can. I'm I'm going OT. I'm going out of town. Get get away from get away from Michigan. Um, party next okay. door. Make that song. Uh, break from Toronto. Break from uh, Detroit. <laughs> I'll feel that. You know, change of scenery is always good. Change of scenery for a couple yeah, of days sir. is cool. Sir, and then when we get back, we we got we got the original, you know, the the original holiday showcase tournament. You know, no no shots to anybody else, but you know, Mother City Round Ball has been going on for so long. Like I remember as a kid, my sister June, um, Cass will always play in the Mother City Round Ball. Um, and, you know, over the years, there's just been some classic matchups. Um, some that you didn't expect, some that you knew going in, like, wow. And, I mean, that's on the boys' and girls' side. But um, definitely, once I touch back down um, on Tuesday, uh, it's going to be a full swing. Oh, for sure, for sure. We're going to be there as much as we can, meaning probably every day. Um, <laughs> and are we you know, bro- are we broadcasting live this year? I think so. I, did, did you talk to our producers? They told me that we might do it. I don't know. They, that's what they told produce- me. They said we might have to do it. Our producers be playing us, bro. They don't. They don't return text messages. You know, what I'm saying I come. I come in the studio. Can't even have no water ready. You know what I'm saying? It, it something got to change. We might have to switch. Oh, uh, oh. Uh. <laughs> Ooh, did I let the cat out the back or? Now nah, we. You know, if if you've been following us for a long time, you know we have something in the works where we got a bigger and better radio show on the way. Um, but you know, Mother City Round Ball, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I mean, um, the schedule was released a, a few weeks ago, 
Um, but, you know, we had a few other things to handle before we really turned our focus um, to that. Okay. Um, so, I'm just going to say it. Um, now, when Eric when Eric was coaching at the Southfield Lathrop Senior High School, um, they lost a close game to Toledo Rogers. And then this last year happened and the rematch happened. They was like, well, we want the rematch. I'm not a fan of rematches. I, I'm pretty much a person who says, let the results go on. Um, you know, just just take that L and, and go play somebody else that's good. Well, I have an exception. Country Day versus Solon, I wanted to see the rematch. It didn't happen. You know, that's fine. Um, definitely Solon's going to come up and they're still going to, you know, they're still going to play some good opponents. Um, but, come on, that was a classic last year. It was a classic. Like, I just – excuse me. Oh, my God. I'm choking. <laughs> okay. So, um, but, yeah, sure, I, I didn't really want it. I'm okay. I was choking. I don't know what happened. But, um I really wanted I really wanted to see that um rematch. Um but Solon returns this year. Um is gonna be gonna be pretty good. Um I think the team would prove this year or not the most approved, because they have nothing to prove really. They went to the state championship last year. Um you know, countless PSL titles, consecutive PSL titles. Um, but if you're looking at it this year, the team who can walk away from this tournament and have said the most and done the most is King. Martin Luther King, um, High School of Detroit. Okay. They have a nice little lineup coming into this, into this tournament. Yeah, it looks looks decent. looks like they got a couple nice games on their hands. And it's it's not going to be, you know, it's not going to be easy for them. Um, You know, they have to play uh, Mona Shores, um, which that's good. Mona Shores versus King is going to be interesting because now Eliza Winston likes to run. Um, you know, Muskegon gets the ball up quick. They're scrappy. But King is pretty much the same. Alicia Norman gets the ball and, and she flies. She flies and she finds creases. And but the thing the thing is King's jump shooting is gonna be interesting to see how they defend that. How Mona Shore defends that because they they literally shoot at every at every position, and they come off the bench shooting as well. And I always say it's harder to defend a good shooting team in high school than it is anywhere else, okay? Because on the circuit, AU circuit, of course, you have the athletes to close out um, all around. But, you know, 
high school, just being real, in high school you don't have the same type of athletes um, to close out or, you know, to, to have to cheat inside and then close out. So King, King can get to rolling. I'm not going to lie. Um, but I can easily see Muskegon on the shores doing the same thing. Oh, for sure. They for sure could get going. And, you know, once Walker and Winston get hot, I mean, especially if they get – Mona Shores gets their other players, their supporting cast involved. So you're looking at a, a almost like a heavyweight bout. I mean, King gets everybody involved, then Mona Shores gets everybody involved. Now you're really talking about an entertaining game. Now it's really worth the price of admission. It's probably going to be a dog fight because both teams are very scrappy. But I mean, and, and that's that's the thing. So, you know, they play a good Mona Shores team after after they play Country Day. So those are back to back games. They play Country Day on the 29th, which I think that's going to be interesting. Um, I know a lot of people expect Country Day to run away with that one because you know the post presence. Um, plus what they have at the guard level, um, pretty much, you know, that, that balances out whatever King has, at, you know, a guard. In the end, you know, the post play is, is going to be tough for King to defend. But but I think it's going to be interesting because Coach Winfield, he's, he's no he's no slouch of a coach either. Um, he's he's a, a legend in his own right. Um you know, just just had the the gym dedicated to him, the first home game for King. Um, he's won a lot of games. Um, and he's had a lot of good matchups with Country Day in the past. Um, and if anybody knows how to combat not having a big, um, it's Coach Winfield. Um, so I think that game is going to be more interesting than a lot of people expect. But if Martin if Martin Luther King can go into into the round ball and come out two and zero. That adds a very interesting dynamic to that adds a very dynamic uh, that as excuse me that adds a very different dynamic uh, to class A in the the landscape. Oh, for sure. I mean, Class A is already interesting enough. So, adding this dynamic to it, it'll make it even more interesting and the more, it'll give us more to talk about, wouldn't it? Yeah, definitely. I mean, and just, you know, staying along with the the interesting matchups, you have Eastmore that is coming. Um, from from Columbus, um, and they're going to play um, Beverly Hills Country Day. You know, everybody calls them Detroit Country Day, <laughs> but um, so that's going to be an interesting matchup. Eastmore is supposed to be really good. Um, I'm going to see if they have any games going on while I'm down there uh, this this uh, upcoming uh, little four-day weekend that I have. Um, So, you know, Country Day gets the out-of-town team, 
Um, and then they play King, which, like I said, I think that's going to be more interesting than a lot of people think. Um, and also, Arbor Prep has to play Eastmore as well. Um, and Arbor Prep, they're hungry. They're hungry, and I think that's going to be an interesting game as well. Uh, a lot of things that Eastmore likes to do just from reading up on them and, and watching, um, you know, some games that they have online is – He's more likes to get out and run. Arbor Prep likes to play defense. That's going to be an interesting battle, um, to say the least. So, Eastmore, Eastmore isn't coming to just give some slouch games. They have to go against, um, you know, powerhouse nationally ranked uh, Detroit Country Day. And then uh, they have to see Arbor Prep the very next day on the 28th. Um you know, God bless that. That's a tough matchup. Um, you know, just to wake up the next morning. I mean, they have a late game um, on the twenty seventh, seven twenty, um, and then they play at two twenty in the afternoon um, the next day. That's tough. Um, that's tough. But I think you know it's gonna it's only gonna make them better in Ohio, um, where you know it's not as competitive as it is here. Okay. Right. I mean, and and that's. Then they came up here asking for two tough games, and they got them. I mean, like you said, Tuesday night to go against a loaded Country Day team. You know, Caleb Webb, Jasmine Powell, Destiny Pitts. You know, coming off a great performance, uh, Tyler Bennett. You know, the presence inside. You know, to go against that one night, and then turn around and go against a team like Auburn Prep, who's looking really great this year. If you know, that's a daunting task. You know, trying to expand my, you know, vocabulary a little bit. Never used that word on the show before. Um, but that's going to be daunting a little bit. And to turn right back around at the playing country A, to play a fast pace, pressure, trapping, Arbor Prep, the next, the very next afternoon, you only get a full 24 hours to rest up. I applaud them. Tough. I applaud them. Win or lose, I applaud them. And I mean, and then just staying consistent with you know with everything, um, you know, talking about the out of school, out of town schools that's coming. Solon will be back. Um, Ann Arbor Huron, they have the task of going against one of the top ranked players in the 2018 class, Valencia Myers. You know that's. God bless. I mean, you know, like that's that's gonna be tough for them. Uh, and Solon, like I said, they they had even though Valencia Myers didn't play last year, they came here last year with you know high praises, and neither one of their games turned out like they wanted it to. King King absolutely did what they wanted. Um, that's one of the better King games I've ever seen. Um, and then. Um, and then 
Uh, they went against Country Day, and like I said, I wanted to see that rematch personally um, because um, they didn't have Valencia Myers, which Valencia versus Tyler um, Bennett would be great this year. That would be a great matchup to see um, in the grudge match. But, you know, Alexis Stover, um, Bacalia, who's now uh, who's now over at uh, Marquette, yeah. Um, you know, she put on an absolute show, um, even though her team's her team didn't get a win. Um, so, you know, much like Rogers last year, they're coming back in. I think you're going to see a more focused Solon team. Not to say they weren't focused last year, but I think this year is going to be like, you know, it's going to be laser, laser focused team. Oh, yeah, they're going to come back up here, you know, wanting to, like you always say, redeem themselves and to, you know, they don't want to walk out of here split one and one. They want to walk out of here with two games under their belt. And to play a good team like Huron, that's that's asking a lot, you know what I'm saying? Like, like no, we don't want a team that's not that great or a middle of the pack team. No, they we want one of the one of the teams that's consistently one of the top teams in the state and then to play Saginaw Heritage the next day, you know, to play against that that uh, that two three zone that they they've become known for, you know, I swear they they in Jim Bayham's book heavy with that one. And the yeah, fact yeah. that athleticism and talent I know. I, I was just gonna say it. last year. I said it. I don't know if I said this on air, but I think I, I know I said it to you. Um, mm-hmm. That's just one of the best when they were running it. Um, you know, with all of their starters last year, it was it was one of the best rotation wise, and I mean, you know, fundamentally wise, that's one of the best zones that I, I had seen um, in a while. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's not uh, a stretch to say. They're so disciplined in it. They know the rotations probably better than they know their their own names. You know the the way you know it moves from side to side and it forces you to either really try to attack whatever gaps they leave open. Wherever they may be, or find some way to get it, get that ball in the middle, or you better have a great day shooting. You better have a great day shooting from distance to open that up. Yeah, you better have yeah, a Cassius Winston versus Morgan Park day. <laughs> Good one. Good one. Because he was shooting that thing that day. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's, like I said, that's, that's going to be interesting. Um, I mean, and, the better part than the out of town teams coming and and us getting to compete about that um compete with them um is in my opinion and just for me personally we get to see teams that we would never be able to see during the regular season um you know basically all saints i just love seeing them come down here um they're really scrappy um and you know they play Pontiac uh this year 
Um, and, and that should be a good game. Um, and then, you know, Muskegon, Reese, Reese Puffer versus Goodrich. Those are two teams that, you know, it's just hard to see um, on a regular. Uh, Maddie Stevenson with Goodrich, she's she's off to a great start. Um, I think Muskegon Reese Puffer is a D is a class D school. So um, I told y'all I've been watching games uh, through the NFH, NFHS um, site. So I'm you know I've seen I've seen a few of their games. Um, it's gonna be different seeing them live in person. Um, so like I said, when when that playoff preview show comes, I'm gonna be so ready to talk about Class D. Yeah. <laughs> Man, <laughs> Y'all ain't catching the slipping this year. Man. Yeah, I mean, and, and, you know, people think, like, oh, they don't even care about the big schools. It's just literally the only Class D schools that we have in our area, you know, that's in the decent driving range from us is Waterford Kettering. Well, not Waterford. No, Kettering. Waterford. Our Lady of the right, Lakes. Water, yeah, Waterford, uh, Our Lady of the Lakes, and Cranbrook. Oh, and, yeah. and Roper. And Roper. Oh, Roper. Roper as well. Um, so, I mean, you know, none of those schools are, I mean, besides Our Lady of the Lakes, none of those schools are really like, you know, Class D powerhouses. Um, or, or teams that, you know, you just got to see in Class D. So, <laughs> like, we're not joking about that. Like, we, we're we not joking when we say, like, you know, I'm really trying to see all Class D uh, schools that I can. No, no, we're definitely not playing about that. Like, we're not afraid to admit, like, we're, we're that we're trying to get better at something. It's we're all two about people. Progression. We are two people. <laughs> But uh, right. Yeah, so you know they're coming down here. Um, Goodrich, like I said, I haven't really seen a Goodrich game since Tanaya Davis has been there. Um, and, and now they have another point guard who's starting to heat up for them. Um, aside from that, you know, we, we've talked about all the games that we're going to talk about and all the matchups we're going to talk about. But the Motor City Round Ball. Every year, um, well, I know for me, every year seems like it's somebody's coming out party um, where they introduce themselves to the world. Um, I want to say it was like 2010, 2010 where, where Brandy AG really just showed, you know, hey, I'm, I'm really that deal. It might have been 2010 or 2011. Um, it was no, it was definitely 2010. Uh, you know, she introduced herself to the world and said, "Hey, I'm here." Uh, and uh, you know, you look at some of the past performances um, where um, Lish Jones uh, for Mar- uh, Detroit King. She goes off in the in the round ball, uh, and she I think I think she actually set a scoring record. Um, that's back in like 2001. I remember that because I had the biggest crush on her ever when I was eight years old. Now my sister went to Cass. Okay, 
she went to King. Um, so, you know, I was I was trying to make it work. It was like Romeo and Juliet. Really? <laughs> yeah, really? like it was. I was I was trying to make it work. I was nine. I was young, but I was ready. I was ready. I was ready to put on that. Oh, you uh, young, you, you you hey, you young boy, you ain't no never mind. Okay. Uh moving on. Uh <laughs> but You was young boy, huh? You was young boy, huh? Try to make it happen out here. Okay. Listen, man. I was nine. You know, that's I was eight, nine years old, but I was I was in love. <laughs> But um, you know, you look at you look at Samantha Mahoney in the round ball, um, back in oh four. Um, that's before, you know, she lost her, her Miss Basketball, uh her Miss Basketball race. She really introduced herself. Um, I was just looking at I was just uh looking at an article online uh, through the archives. Um she had she had thirty five points, ten rebounds and eight assists. Okay. So, with all of that being said, who do you think, you know, has the possibility of making a uh, making a, 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 a having a coming out party, let letting somebody know, hey, I, I'm here, and this this is what I'm here to do. Um. Not clarify coming up, or is this is this just we pick any player or somebody that doesn't get talked about much? I mean, you can pick any you player. You mentioned Samantha Mahoney, and she was dominant. I mean, she was dominant, but see, that was oh four. That I mean, that was oh four before everybody knew her. You know, um, you know. Of course, she's dominant. I mean, Liz Jones was dominant. She was a Miss Basketball candidate, but. The year she went off and set that record, um, it you know it was before she was really known. That was her sophomore year. I mean, even you know even Brandy Agee, I think you were on the late coaching staff that year. You know you knew. Oh, uh, don't bring this know. up, man. Don't I mean, bring this I mean, up, dog. It it happened. Yeah, I watched it just it like happened. you. She's you a great player. It. it happens. She she's a great player, but when she went off against Lathrop. People still didn't know that she was that deal. People didn't know, you know, that she had she had top twenty in the nation potential, or that she w- was top twenty in the nation material. Um, so, you know, I still remember every happens. bucket of that too. It listen, you know. So, you know, when I say coming out party, I'm more so saying, you know, a player who's good. But people might not know exactly how good they are. Okay. Um, first name comes to mind is Callie Martinez. I think people they know of her, but they don't really know how good she really is. Like right now to see with the season that she's having, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. She showed people look last year wasn't no fluke. No, this is what I do. No, I I do this stuff. Like I I really put in these type of buckets. Like I could really go off at thirty at any given moment. So I think she's gonna make 
I think she's gonna make a statement at the round ball. I think you know, with everybody on hand to see it, you know, gonna let people know like, hey, look, okay, we 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 gotta really take notice of this kid and really give her Miss Basketball consideration. Definitely, and um, I hinted at this earlier while talking about the matchups. I think the coming out party is due for Maddie Stevenson. Um, well, I was able to see a lot of her uh, on the circuit. Um, she actually even played on my team for a couple of games. Um, but, you know, Jarvis was stingy. Leave <laughs> <laughs> Jarvis alone, man. <laughs> Jarvis was stingy. Um, but, no, you know, had you know saw a lot of her. Listen, and what she's doing now in the season isn't what I saw in the summer. Um, you know, she's on ball at Richardson. Um, and in the summer, I saw her off ball a lot. Um, but, you know, everybody's talking highly of her. I know if there's nothing else that she's going to do, um, she's going to shoot the ball at a high level. Um, but, you know, she has the handle um, and she has the tools to to be really good um, and, and mention, um, you know, with the, with, you know, the 2019s that we talk about, uh, which, like I said, um, I think I said it last week, 2019 is turning out to be a deep class. Um, you know, they're picking it up at a very high level um, once, it, you know, um, in their sophomore campaigns. But I think Maddie Stevenson can come down here um, and, and put this side of the well, – I don't want to say this side because Gilrich, it really isn't all that far, but it's still far, you know. <laughs> um, but they can come down and they can come down and put this area on notice um, about just how good she is. Yeah, she really can. She really can. I mean, like you said, she ain't gonna do anything else. She's gonna shoot it. That's one of the quickest releases I've seen. Like, soon as you know, soon soon as it touches her hand, it seems like in like, I know I'm exaggerating, but it seems like in like point two seconds is going up. I mean, that release <laughs> is just so quick and so fast. Like you blink and the ball is already at the rim. I mean, it's not one of those shots where the ball seems like it's going in the air forever. It's not slow or anything like that. She doesn't take her time. It's it, she gets in and it's going up. I mean, she she could get off, get off a lot of shots in a lit in a limited amount of time. So with her starting and playing major minutes, that that spells doing for the defense. No, uh, and and one more coming out party possible coming out party is Saginaw Arthur Hill as a whole. Um, you know, last year got to see them play in the same exact tournament. Um, I watched their whole game versus, versus Midland Dow last year. Um, needless to say, I, I think Saginaw Arthur Hill is a good team that's on the cuffs of, of you know, trying to take that next step to where they're ready to compete for the state. Um, as a team, they play so well uh, because they can do so many things well. And if they get hot, they, they get – it's shrieky. Don't, don't get me wrong, it's shrieky, but – 
it still gets very scary. It still gets very scary once it clicks. Um, because, you know, watching them versus Midland die last year when Ellie Taylor uh, hit the 10 threes in the game, they wanted every piece of that. They were coming back down, you know, shooting shooting 30-footers, you know, playing hard defense full court, um, you know, shooting shooting with the closeouts. You know, the closeouts are coming. They're still shooting the ball, and it's going in. Um, so I think this year – um, as a team, they can put themselves on the map that that they're able to compete. Okay, okay, that's gonna be that's gonna be something to watch. I mean, they are a really scrappy team. They play very hard. Like they play really, really hard. You know, I mean, they give every ounce of themselves. You know, in every game that I've seen them in. I mean, they're they don't have any high major superstars or anything like that, but they're they're a team that's gonna everybody knows their role. They're gonna play, you know, each role to a T. And they look to penetrate and kick. I mean they got that they they got that down pat. I mean they're looking to get in the lane. They're a lot they're they're not big it's mostly guards, so they're looking to get into the crease of the defense, kick you know, kick it out for a jumper or weave it and attack from there off the wing. That's that that's a good pick, man. That's a, that's a good pick for a coming out party as a team. That's a, that's gonna be that's a good pick. That's gonna be something to watch. Definitely. Um so you know that's what we're looking forward to once once I come off of this little vacation. You feel me? Uh once Eric is done messing with his uh, 517s. All right, here he go. Here he go with this heard, one again. I heard you was in East Lansing yesterday. I was, but that was for a Michigan State Notre Dame game. That wasn't uh-huh. – I wasn't messing with I, I I keep telling you, I don't – I don't mess with anybody in the 517. Like, I don't have any chicks out there. Okay, I hear you. I, hear I you. have friends out there. I don't have any, you know, nobody that I'm. I hear friends. you. I hear you. I mean, you got one though. I'm just, uh, you know, wing with, you know. I wish. <laughs> to the DMs. <laughs> <laughs> Man, but we gonna get out of here, man. Make sure y'all check out um, Last Second Shot Presents Week Two and Three Mitch Tape. Just uploaded to YouTube in the middle of this show. It's out there, man. Get us to a thousand. Get us to a thousand by Yo. this time next week. Yeah, we, we've been doing pretty good with a thousand mark too. So yeah, we yeah, are. I'm I'm yeah. confident. I'm confident. Get us get us to. You know what? A thousand is low. Get us a two thousand. Get us a two thousand by by one two man. I want two thousand. Get us a two thousand by next week. And uh, yeah. you know, uh, we get two thousand. I'm not gonna man, do anything but you know, we just gonna show y'all love like y'all show us love. We gonna be back oh, here yeah. sometime next week. We'll announce that. Um, it might be Wednesday. It might not though. <laughs> But, uh, Depends. Our producers ain't answer our emails. Like, this is crazy. 
Man, I'm about to talk to him after we get done. Nah, but, <laughs> but um, anyway, though, shout out to everybody, you know, that I met this past weekend. You know, I had a chance to talk to. I enjoyed everybody I've talked to and met and everything. Man, I love y'all, man. Like, I appreciate the support, yeah. man, for real. Like, yeah. I'm really do. Shout, I, shout out I to the fans. appreciate everybody, man. Shout out to the fans and the teams that be in the gym, man. They be so, like, they're so welcoming, like, you know, they, they'll see the media pass. But, hey, who, who you write for? What you do, man? And then uh, people start subscribing and listening right then and there. That's love, man. We really appreciate all of that. All of that, man. We we need that. Keep that flowing. Hey, and make sure, make sure y'all follow us on Twitter. Um, make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube. Make sure you visit our website, LastSecondShotPodcast.com. We got some articles dropping soon. Um, and we got big things coming, man. But until next time. 